It's a lovely Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the first edition 2022-23 season, the Central Stags podcast. Love my Stags podcast. Love the Stags. We are proudly joined here with your co-hosts, AJS Patel. Welcome, AJS. Hey, Wood. And uh, yeah, myself, Seth. So we're joined, luckily, the, today fresh off a plane from uh, McLean Park, Blair Tickner. We've got uh, Jaden Lennox as well, and Mr. Tom Bruce has also joined us. Uh, welcome in, then. Oh, <laughs> Don't all speak at work. <laughs> and Jazzy, you want to get us underway? Yeah, Tix, welcome back. Um, obviously, uh, away with the BCs on, on duty for the, the T20s against India. Obviously, unfortunate that you didn't really get a run, but you enjoy your time uh, in the Black Caps environment, mate. Uh, yes, it was a, uh, it's always good to be around the group. They started to call me the sponge because I was taking in so much from the guys. So um, it was a great environment to be around. And um... I thought you were sponging up all the rain. <laughs> yes. Good one, Seth. <laughs> no, but it was good to be around. And I um, I run some quality H2O. You still get nervous, Blair, being 12th man and those kinds of games? If someone went down with a concussion or? Uh, yeah, I think you do. Yes, hopefully uh, you get through the warm-up first because... Quite high intensity spot they play, so you need to get through that first to make sure you're not playing, and then yeah. And we're gonna we're gonna cross over to Tom. We have a hell of a stat here for you, Tom. Tom has just completed our fourth and final Plunkett Shield game for 2022 calendar year. Tom, you've averaged 110 with the bat. One one five. Pretty good, that Tom. And what do you put that down to? Don Bruce. Uh, yeah, thanks, Wick. It was obviously a pretty pretty cool um, back end of the season last year. And then to start the season off well, um, this year was pretty pleasing. So it's probably down to a couple of things, just training a bit harder and a bit more specific in the Red Bull format. And also just having a real hunger for, for runs, I guess. So yeah, I've, I had a, had a bit of a drought before then um, in terms of hundreds and runs scored in the first class arena. So yeah, I didn't think I was really doing doing my uh, my talent justice. So um, yeah, sort of turned things around. And yeah, it was, it was pretty pleasing to, to finish off the, well, the calendar year um, with that average. But everyone knows we don't don't all play for stats, but it's, it's something that's pretty cool, I guess. Uh, Tom, obviously you've been captain, was it two years now? Um, three years? Five. <laughs> they, all, they all blend into one, Seth. Yeah. You haven't aged a bit. Um, no wonder if they're bored. <laughs> But, um, has, has Captain, <laughs> how have you found, obviously, balancing out your, your duties as a batsman, but also as a captain, has, has, has that had an impact on you, or is that something that you've learned to deal with as you've got further along? Yeah, probably for a start, it didn't really um, phase me, to be honest. It was just sort of, um, it was an awesome opportunity to lead, and I was still going pretty well with the bat in that first year, and then just had a couple of lean, uh, lean years with, with the bat, but still thought I was captaining pretty well, and um, obviously having a good team around me certainly helps that. But yeah, it definitely takes its toll if, you're, if your team's not going well or you're, you as yourself, you're not performing. You certainly start criticising yourself and, and probably putting put too many expectations on, on your shoulders. So certainly something you have to deal with, and, and I've certainly learnt to, to learn with um, the ups and downs of captaincy as well as then your own individual performance. So yeah, I think... 
probably um, last season in the start of this season. I've sort of learnt to deal with that a lot better. And yeah, certainly just taking my batting as I'm just another batter in the team and just trying to do whatever role is best best for the team. And then when it is my time to captain when we're fielding, yeah, just making the best decisions possible for the situation in front of us. So fortunately, I get a bit of a little bit uh, of a break now um, for the next six four trophy games, and and Will Young can take over. It's something that we looked at um, for, for this season, just with me taking over the first half of the Red Bull format. There's a lot of cricket there to, to be um, in charge of, so I thought it was a good opportunity for, for someone else to step in. Jeez, I'm choking up. Um, someone else to, to step in and, and take a load off uh, my shoulders, so yeah, I'll be looking forward to getting back into the captaincy stuff, start of the, the Super Smash. Tom, I'm just going to help myself some scorched almonds. Wait. Thank you, AJS, for supplying those for this evening's podcast. I'm not happy. I'm rather the normal milk chocolate ones. Yeah, they're going dark. These are lovely. Absolutely lovely. Now, is we're going to. Is dark chocolate actually healthier? Sorry, or sorry. I've got another question for Tom. Obviously, Tom, we, you're, you're sitting in here with four four bowlers here. Storwards. How's it, how's it working with us out in the middle? And you can be honest. Ever, Let's go through person by person. If you want me to go, yeah, scrutinise each person and get real, real deep. Start with Seth. Don't look at me. <laughs> we're going to move on. We're going to move on because we've got an action-packed segment that, coming up. That there would have been the action-packed. <laughs> we're going to go to Jaden Lennox and Blair Tickner in, in your own Probably different right. ways. We're going to have a look at the Ford Trophy now. By the time you start listening to this, we would have had our first game, but... As we sit here in a, a very we warm won. and balmy Dunedin, Jaden, we've got a hell of an exciting team for these four trophy games. Um, how do you see it going for us? You know, what are some teams that we're going to come up against that could be tough? And how do you see it panning out? Well, I think to start a campaign, you always want to have high expectations, but I think realistically, we'd probably sell ourselves short if we didn't go into the campaign expecting to make a final. Um, that's obviously where we aspire to be come into the Ford Trophy, but with the team that we have, with the experience and depth in our um, in our squad and wider squad, we'd do ourselves a serious disjustice if we didn't end up in the final. So I'd, I'd expect to see some some fireworks. We've had a little bit of a reevaluation of our sort of our methodology around how we want to play the game. So I think yeah, as a unit, we'd expect to see some some pretty exciting performances be put out on the park. Blair, yep, um, just excited for the um, white ball format to come around. I think everyone's um, ready to go and. I think, um, yeah, like you said, the podcast goes out after the game, so we won the game. <laughs> um, and how did you go? Um, yeah, two points for a draw. Yeah, I think I only got four, for, and um, but we got 400. So. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's going to be an exciting time, and I think, yeah, the boys are definitely keen on it after the four Red Bull games, and um, we'll be raring to go. Now, speaking of proportion, performances Seth obviously you know you you love representing Wairarapa and um Absolutely. you had a had a stellar outing recently can you uh kind of talk to us about that the sickness that he had before Was that got against the chronically ill uh look hey Jess I think you're you're talking a little bit about um the game against <laughs> Honganui where I think you actually owe me a, a thank you where I had the opportunity to take 10 wickets which would have probably outshined your efforts last year <laughs> in Mumbai. So, yeah, so... Rumour has it you were taken off. I took myself off after eight wickets, not wanting to get ten and, and kind of show you over. So, yeah, it was one of those games that went well. And, I would have been um, on it. So you've got, eight, you've got eight wickets. How many overs have you bowled at this stage? I'm not sure exactly on that, Blair, but all I knew in the back of my mind <laughs> oh, was that no. if I took ten, then Ajaz would be probably forgotten. <laughs> um, 
What were your and, end figures? And therefore, there? we can now still hold AJs at the the top of oh. the pedestal with a, a ten for an attest. And so you're just below that. We're just um, below that. What's your, what, what, what were your match figures? figures? I'm not too sure. Eight. Ah, no, nine. Yeah. So I thought you said you stopped at eight. Nine, because I knew I would have got the other two. <laughs> so you came. <laughs> you came. So, so you gave yourself one more. And then I. So you gave all, ran all... myself out for a duck just to really <laughs> make sure that my bowling stats will. Just checking, was, was the pitch at normal length? length? It was at perfect length. <laughs> yes, it certainly was. Now, Jane, you had something else you wanted to discuss, so we're going to uh, cross yes. over to um, you. We just want to look back uh, two weeks into a mystery illness that you had. <laughs> there was rumours floating around that you ate some raw chicken just to try and lose a few kilos for an upcoming skinfold test. <laughs> there was that, and... I heard that Blair Tickner was back playing for Hawke's Bay. <laughs> knowing that I would have hit him all around the park and also knowing he was about to play against India, I thought, well, we'll just save him that and uh, we'll get him some confidence. Produce a green one, win the toss and bowl and the rest's history. Um, so that's where I was coming from there. No, good thinking. Really good thinking. Really unselfish from you, Seth. Can you just um, elaborate on why you would eat raw chicken before a skinfolds test? Is there any... Well, I didn't deliberately eat raw chicken. I was violently sick after some food poisoning time, <laughs> as it happens to the best of us at times. Yeah, but but we bounced back nicely, Tom, <laughs> and we're looking forward to the Ford Trophy. Jazz, any other words of wisdom? No, it's been an absolute pleasure, and uh, it's been great having you boys on. Um, we really look forward to stepping out. Uh, hopefully we can do the business and the, the weather stays off. And the two games following our game in Dunedin, eh, Jazz? Where are they? Uh, I believe one's in Palmerston North, and the following one, I, I, I think, is in Auckland. New Plymouth. Oh, New Plymouth. New Plymouth, sorry. and that'll, that'll give... Some great opportunity for those youngsters out there to come around and see the stags. And we've got Ross Taylor playing and Blair Tickner's back. The Doug Bracewells. Sorry, we also at Pookie Park we have that lovely event which um, I think Ross and Jamie Howe and a few of the old uh, stags, stags stalwarts will be at. Um, so I think that'll be a great event to kind of attend. And I think Ross may be uh, talking through a few chapters of his book, which will be quite um, a cool thing to to hear from him directly. Yeah, something nice just before Christmas too for the work colleagues to, to book a table and make sure you get down there to the Devon Hotel and um, and get around some amazing cricketers and Ross will, he'll come around to your table and he's got a few freebies as well. So You'll be definitely there because you love a good um, Devon Hotel buffet. Tom, anything else before we wind it down? No, no, just looking forward to uh, the Ford Trophy and um, yeah, boys are, boys are pumped up. Jaden, final words? Go the stags. Yeah, it was a good win. We won. Thanks. <laughs> and ages. Cheers. No worries. That's us. Good night. Thank you for listening. We will be in touch. Good on you. Cheer. Bye.